Initializing recap. They are the nobles. They're coming to destroy the tree. Cyrus, what are they going to attack? I just know that they're building something and they've been amassing an army. I understand that if this is going to be a war, you and your guardians need to form a line. Let us go and slow them down. I would like to make an amendment to our original agreement. If you will do this for the Kaya, we will repair your old. A tavern ship is much more useful than that that we could provide you. These people are good. We're helping them the best way we possibly can. Yeah? Correct. So before you start agreeing about lives we may take or operations we may go through on, you talk to me and Cody before you agree to that. I thought it was obvious, Dern. I will not just listen to someone tell me what to do and kill a few people just for the hell of it, just because you said yes. How much do you trust me? Fully. That is a stupid answer. Here, give me your neck. Cody smiles. I'm I'm stupid, I guess. And he, he gives you his neck. I would like to disable his child lock if I may, Dane. What'd you do? Then he holds his glass out for, for a little bit of a toast. Uh, Cody does so, and for the first time in his life, drinks. SJ, may I? Would you like to make one of these so-called bets with me? If we make it back in one piece, I would like you to consider coming with us. Okay, yeah, alright, sure. Two sets of glowing red eyes appear in the smaller holes, and two smaller mini-mocks come out. The smaller one slowly turns and locks eyes with you, (laughs) Cody, and goes, Welcome back to another episode of No Quest for the Wicked. Boys, I have uh, two questions for you. Mm -hmm. Are you ready to rock? Yeah. Are you ready to roll? Now, boys, if we don't roll, he can't kill us. So (laughs) be careful. I'm more nervous about this fight because like one of them wrecked Cody real hard. And now there's three of them. So just to set the stage. You guys are in this cave network underneath uh, where you were told to go to an outpost by the the Kaya to get a barge so that you could travel out into the fringe. Unfortunately, you guys fell into this cave system that belongs to the creature that you ran into briefly in the story shed in Kaya, uh, the Minimok. However, you are now being confronted by two smaller Minimok, which seem to be, in fact, the adults. As the larger one... Uh, is in the background kind of like pointing at Cody and being like, and is like cowering in the back as these two smaller uh, mini mock approach you. They are, instead of covered with that like fluffy fur, the way that the larger one is, these are now coated with like these long pointed quills. And you all have to roll for initiative. Fantastic. Cool. God damn it. Okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. You know what? I'm glad Cody shines best going last. (laughs) Despite also, I'm sure, having the highest initiative of anybody. All right, well, hit me with some initiatives, boys. I've got a 10. Okay, turn. Um, Let's see. I have a 22. Ooh. Um, Okay, initiative, baby. 
America's 19. All right, let me roll for the old mini mocks. Not the best, but not That's good. the worst. All right, up in the first of the order. Durin, it's your oh. turn. Hell yeah. I'm going to do a trick attack, which allows me to do my movement. So I'm going to move away from Cody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hopefully, like, in my mind, the attention's drawn to, to the bully of the group as I sneak bully? away. Fuck you. Hey, I know you did those kids. Yeah, save their ass. I'm going to let you guys go first in the next combat. And then the next time we have anything to do with them, I'm like, wow, you guys suck. Can't believe you're so violent. <laughs> I do want to um, say, uh, they usually do go first during combat, Cody. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but do they close? All right, Durham, what are you doing? What what uh, skill are you using? Doing my moving, doing my stealth. Of course, I have a yep. 26 versus their yep. uh, 20 plus it. their CR. As I like, kind of sneak away and get a laser pistol shot off. And that's great. Does it, does it 7 hit their EAC at all. This might be hard to believe, Durin. But uh, no, a 7 does not hit their EAC. I got excited for a moment because I thought you were about to say yes. No. No, I, no, I'm not. Yeah, your shot goes wide as it kind of echoes throughout this cavern. And the one of the, the mini-mocks that you took a shot on looks at you and goes, and it is your turn, Merrick. So Merrick's going to um, look at them, look at their son or daughter. Say, trying to act as kind as possible. Like, I have nothing in my hands right now because my ball of light is still floating around my head. Mm -hmm. We didn't come here to do you harm. And we're sorry if we scared your child when they were at the settlement. They were in a place they shouldn't have been. We didn't try to hurt them. We tried to let them go free. This is just a happy accident. Please let us go through. I really wish you gave me that heads up before I shot. <laughs> you went at first to me an initiative, and you're a violent boy. So uh, I'm going to roll diplomacy here, Dane. If that's all right with you, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Why are you such a bully? Hey, you know, two bullies a... have to shut up. All right, we're rolling diplomacy here. It's about uh, the people so... I associate with. Seventeen, Dane. They stare blankly at you and go ah, blah blah, and their blah, eyes blah. narrow. Ah, blah blah blah. No, all right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it doesn't seem like this means anything to them. Is there a brace action or anything in Starfinder? You might need, if it's like Pathfinder, you might need a weapon that has the brace quality, like a spear mm, or something. So I can't, no, is there a defensive stance? I have no idea. So yes, I'll say, sure, you can take a defensive stance. I'll give you plus right. two to your AC. I will take a defensive stance. Cool, which is useful because the two of them are going to rush in and one of them is going to attack you, Merrick, and the other is going to attack Cody. All right, we're not gonna we're not gonna talk to these blah blah blahs. <laughs> Ooh, not great. So Merrick, that's going to be a seven against your KAC. Woo! Does not do it. Cody, that's going to be a twenty against your KAC. Oh, you know it hits. You take as they come in and just sort of wrap their their teeth around your ankle and just bite down on you for only two points of damage. Okay, but oh, that's it. Uh, and it's your turn, Cody. There's currently one just kind of like attached to your leg, just like, ah, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I'm going to try and restrain it. Uh, okay. All right. Does a 16 beat its uh, EAC? EAC? Yeah. Uh, yes, it does. But you're going to have to okay. give me a reflex save. Because <laughs> the damn spikes? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's not garbage. I think it's a 15. 
Uh, 15 is it on the money, so you managed to avoid the spikes. Uh, it is now restrained. It's entangled for, as I just kind of like cable tie it. It's like, you know, as it's biting me, I just put its arms behind its back and cable tie it uh, for three rounds. Okay, perfect. So it's entangled? Yep. It is Durin, your turn again. All right. Um, now that I'm a little bit away, I'm going to use my uh, my standard action to uh, focus deeply into my mind and create several Durins as I use holographic clone. Okay. What does this look like? Um, several Durins have appeared all around me. It's mirror image, pretty much, you know, the classics. Right. But are you like throwing, are you throwing like devices down or is it? No, this is all mental, baby. Okay. This is a psychic projection. It's a, yeah, they're psychic projections. You just think really hard. It's an ability he probably hasn't used for years. And he's just, and a few little Durins pop up and there's going to be three mirror images. So there's four of us. Okay. Very cool. uh, I'll use my move action to swap to uh, my, my rifle. All right. Sounds good. Merrick, it is your turn. We don't have time for diplomacy, I see. I regret this, but we don't have time. And in making that decision, like Merrick has a quick flashback to like all his dealings with Azin when like he would just choose violence because it's easier. And he sort of regrets his choice, but he knows he has to do it as a, like his solo weapon forms in his hand. Uh, now with a tinge of green through the black darkness of his blade as he slices down at the mini mock who attacked him. Okay, yeah, give me a attack roll. That's going to be a 15 against KAC. That does it. And as photon energy spreads through his body, Merrick will do nine points of damage. Damn, okay. Um, Sorry, and- Ten points of damage, Dane. I apologize. Damn, all right. Yeah, he you slice down on him and you feel your your blade find purchase sort of like just deep into the side as it's trying to like as it scampers around you trying to bite you and you do a pretty solid fucking hit on him. It is their turn, however, and it is going to attempt to bite you back. That is a 10 against your KAC. No. And Cody, this one's going to this is an, an 11 against your KAC. Uh no. I'm rolling and- Hot garbage. I'm okay with that. I will let you know. So uh, Entangled is move at half speed, can't run or charge, minus two to AC, attack rolls, reflex, initiative, dex-based skills, and ability checks. Okay, cool. So it was even even lower. Perfect. Then, Cody, it is your turn. Um, As this thing continues to, like, they're just, like, circling around you. It's got its hands tied behind its back, (laughs) and every now and then, like, just kind of trips and eats shit, and then, like sort of uses its forehead to get back up on its feet and continues trying to bite you. Um, the one I hit is still here, right? Uh, the big one in the back? Yes, it is currently mm. in the back, like, cowering. Okay, how far away is it? Let's say, like, 20 feet. Focus on the one in front of us. How pathetic does it look? Like, fetal position, but, like, say it's, like, against the wall with its, like, arms around its knees, and it's just like... Ah, ah, ah. Um, I'm going to try the acrobatics over to it so I don't get hit. Okay. Uh, that's a 21. I'm assuming this is the same as like a maneuver thing. I don't know what the DC I is. I honestly don't know. <laughs> One day we'll learn how to play this game. We hey, we're know getting there. how the rules work. Yeah, we know how the rules work. You move through a space threatened by an enemy without provoking attacks opportunity. It is a move action. You move at half speed. DC is opponent's threatened area. 15 plus one and a half times their CR. Uh, so that yes, you are successful, and I'm going to offer it a potion. How? What? You you can move forty feet. Yes. Yeah. 
Okay, then yeah, you can make it there in time. Uh, as you hand out, it like flinches and it's like, ah, yeah, yeah, and it's now on. Now it's full fetal position and just like weeping as it um, like rocks. And you see the one that was trying to attack you earlier is now like facing you and like drooling in anger. <laughs> the serums are like potions, right? Or are they like, uh, yeah, they're potions. I like pop it open and like try to look unthreatening and like hold it open because I know it was hungry. So I'm hoping it will drink. <laughs> Here, take this li- random liquid from a stranger, please. Yeah, you're just not good with children. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can attempt a diplomacy check, or if you want to force it to drink it, uh, it'll be a sleight of hand. <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, that's diplomacy. This is going to go great. Oh, okay, you know right. what? You know what? That's a 17. Um, I'm going to roll a sense motive for it. Now. <laughs> that's a laugh of a natural 20. Hey, you got an at 20. <laughs> Perfect. And you actually have to add two. Or no. You have to take two away from that. Never mind. It looks at you and it. It like the 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 tears in its eyes. He he takes he takes one hand and he, he wipes it away like the way that kids do when they realize they're being unreasonable. And he starts reaching towards it, and you hear behind you one of the adult mini mocks being like, ah, blah, blah, ah, and it like looks at them and it, it looks at you, and it's like sort of like half reaching and half half like pulling away and like being like I, it wants to take it, but it, it it's being yelled at by its parents. I'm going to place it on the ground where I can reach it. Okay. And I would step away, but I'm out of action. So, uh, cool. That will and be, I'm your really turn. hoping I'm not just giving them another combatant. <laughs> <laughs> um, Duren, it is your turn. Oh, I'm really nervous. Cause like right now it feels like we're about to kill this thing's parents. Mm-hmm. And I really don't want to. Mm-hmm. I will delay. Uh, okay. I want to see what happens with the other boys before I make any tactical decisions. Uh, Merrick. See, I tried being nice the first round, and you both didn't. And now I <laughs> just hit one of these fucking parents for 10 damage. And now I look like the asshole. Because hey. I'm the one. No, no, no. Don't you hate me, you dicks. I didn't um, do anything first round. I tied its arms to try to take away its offensive capability. Uh-huh, I'd be very sure. kind. Cody legitimately <laughs> thought they were going to fight a monster the first time. And when it cried and ran away, that really made him feel terrible. So the fact that this thing's here, it's like, even if we're still going to get fucked up, he kind of wants to make amend with it. Yeah. We're going to get TPK'd by this by trying to be nice guys after being assholes. Um, <laughs> you jackasses. Um, Sorry. <laughs> Whatever you decide, I'm going to take my action after you. I want to, okay, let me try to sense mode the situation. Like, can I try to figure out if these two creatures in front of us will ever forgive us? Uh, you, Yeah, I will let you do a sense motive. We'll see what happens. Uh, that's a 23. Okay, that's that's pretty good. So you get the sense that these things are just hyper-territorial. Add into the combination that their young is also injured. Add into the combination that the person who injured them is also here. They are sort of like peak concerned. Like they are at their height of territorial behavior and they will fight to the death to protect their kid. Shit. Um, What would Merrick do? Merrick in this moment thinks back to his own mother, 
his own family and what they would do for their own. And he takes his takes a defensive stance and passes his turn. Uh, okay. Uh, Duran, you said you were going to take your delayed action? Yeah, I'm just going to shoot the one in front of Mary. No, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm fuck with you. Uh, no, I'm going <sighs> to... Fuck, I hate this. This is going to blow up in our faces. It is. It is. Here's the thing. I'm thinking if we just run down the tunnel, we might be just okay if they're super... If they're hyper-territorial like that. Maybe. The listeners just now think we're a couple of jackasses. That's what it comes down to. They came here for a tight fight underground, and we're just, like, trying to be kind, and it's ruining everyone's buzz. It's ruining everyone's buzz. Because it got presented, like, just to, hey, let's just do a quick fight. It'll be fun. Let's have a good time. Let's try out our abilities. Now I feel bad. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I mean, that's all you guys projecting. I'm just, I'm giving you the world as it happens. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> that's not true at all. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm going to make my own knowledge check just to see if I can know that they're territorial because I don't think Merrick has mentioned it to us. No. Uh, what kind of check is this? I will either a life science or a sense motive. I guess it's going to be a sense motive check. Uh, uh, 22? Yeah, I mean, you, you pretty much ruled the exact same thing as Merrick. You learned the exact same information that they are they are just standing their ground because their young is injured and the young has pointed out as you guys are the cause of the injury. Okay, I'm going to look at Merrick, look at Cody and be like, if we can get out of their territory, maybe we can stop this. We don't have to end up orphaning someone. I'm going to make a run for the tunnel and I'm going to use my actions and just do a full movement towards the tunnel, I guess, behind the babe, the, the child. So that's more of like a cave. There's a, like a tunnel off to the, to the left. So that's, that seems to be the way out where the, the kid is, is just sort of like, it seems like that's probably where they sleep. Like that's probably like their home. Ah, okay. Okay. If that's the case, then I'm going to head over to the tunnel just at the entrance and just be ready for whatever shit show happens. Okay. Cool. Then it is their turn, and Cody, the one that you had tied up, is going to make its way over to you and attempt to bite you. Can it make it that far at half speed? It has 60 feet of movement. Damn. So, yes. Uh, And it also just rolled a natural 20. Damn. Okay. Perfect. So, it is going to be critting you. Of course. Oh, no. um, As it becomes hyper- protective you've just approached it like you are the attacker of the kid you have now <laughs> bound it and now moving towards the kid again it has lost its fucking mind it's seeing red it does eight points of damage to you cool as it just kind of like it's got its hands behind its back and it just kind of cannonballs itself towards you and you just get hit in the chest with this big spiky spiky boy um and merrick you've stopped being aggressive but you did hit it it's going to do a sense motive on you sure please and we'll see how this pans out for it it got a 15 so i'm gonna say it takes a guarded step away from you but still it it readies an action and you see like two of the the quills on its back kind of like dislodge and raise up and uh cody it is now your turn all right, I kind of like point towards the uh, the potion, and I point towards the injured mini mock, and I'm gonna try to athletics away towards uh, my good bud Duran. Sure. Uh, that is going to be an eleven. That is not enough. So you can move at half speed, but it will get an attack of opportunity on you. Cool. Um, and it's not going to hit you. All right, I'm heading towards Duran. 
like hands up, like just say. Hey. As you do, the smaller mini mock, because it realized what you were trying to do or that you were uh, attempting to help it, it begins reaching for the serum that you left on the ground. And the adult is like, ah, blah, blah. And it's kind of like that scene from Kramer versus Kramer with the ice cream, where the kid is like slowly going to the freezer and like drags the the chair over and he's like, don't do it. And it's kind of that happening out in mini mock form as like, the, the young one picks it up and brings it closer and the, the older, the like adult is like ah, blah, and it brings it a little closer as, ah, blah, and it opens its mouth ah, and then it just starts guzzling this serum. <laughs> oh man, I hope it's not poisonous to these things. <laughs> you guys did fail your life science check and yes, unfortunately, no. You see the, the wound on its leg from where you tripped it, it begins sort of uh, stitching itself back up and the the one that attacked you is it's it's not following you and has taken a step closer to its young. Uh, and it is now Merrick's turn because during delayed. Uh, Merrick is going to disperse his blade and I'm going to reach in my own pocket and pull out a serum, uh, making eye contact with the one I damaged. We're both taking defensive stances. I'm going to take a little step back, open up the bottle, lay it on the ground, look at it, give it a nod, and then I'm going to back away towards the tunnel. Okay. Hey guys, for a party that doesn't have any form of healing, you sure are very <laughs> <No>. generous. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, hey, I I love it though. Um, hey, I'm so also you, very hurt. <laughs> Let's point that out right now. I'm pretty fucked up. Oh, let's go down this tunnel and take a break. You guys are now far enough away from them and have done enough. The I, I'm going to take us out of initiative as they seem to retreat to like more of a defensive position. The one grabs the, the serum, sees what it did for its young, and, and tries to feed it again to the young. They kind of are just now ma- making a like little perimeter around their son as they watch you guys exit the cave. You have successfully uh, avoided killing any of the mini mocks. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why, but I just feel upset right now. <laughs> I know. I was, you know, what's funny. I was pretty hyped to have this fight during the week. I'd like, I did not plan to not have this fight. But then once you were in the fight, I don't know. Yeah, it felt wrong. I, I, yeah, I agree. I think maybe that's what it was. I had to, I have to curb my own hype. I also have nine points of health left. So you got that magic syringe, uh, Duran. I'm, I, I'm in need well, of, of health. And I yeah. blood. Oh, we should probably burn a resolve point each too. Yeah, we'll. Yeah, I will ten. say the mini mock will probably not let you just like if you hang here, mm-hmm. they are not going to oh, uh, like head down a bit first. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, so this cave um, winds or this tunnel winds up a little bit, and you can feel yourself starting to like gain altitude, I guess, and you reach a sort of scrap metal door that is ajar, and inside you can see sort of a, a clearing with a couple buildings. Cool. Should we rest here? Can you jab me with that magic syringe we have, uh, Terry? Yeah, yeah, just like right into the thigh. Uh, how much do I roll for this one? I believe a d8, yeah? yeah it yeah, is one d8, so. yes. Uh, I have a seven on the dice. Cool. That will bring me up to 16 health. And um, Are we taking 10 minutes? We should probably try to take 10 minutes. Sure. Uh, maybe we should do a little perception before we do that. No, well, I'd rather just perception. I'd rather just take the ten minutes. Hey, that's a net twenty perception right there, Dane. Yeah, you kind of creak the that scrap door open a little bit, and you realize that you have arrived at the outpost. Hell yeah! 
Is it safe? Is it abandoned? Does it look like there's anything around? It seems empty, but it definitely seems safe. The way that it is, like, it's kind of nestled in the midst of the the Fatati range. Mm-hmm. So it is kind of, like, naturally protected by the the surrounding mountains. Cool. Um, and there is a small building, and then there is a sort of, like, large domed uh, garage. And you see... It's very similar to Roots and Bolts where there's like uh, garage doors, but they're made of like these thick vines that are acting as like a a door. Um, and you see behind one, there are these two sort of like motorcycle looking things. And then on the other one is the, the barge that Short Jacket showed you. And it is currently being worked on by a like a robotic arm that is also... Its cables are vines instead of sort of mechanical cables. And it is it is working away on it and like preparing it for you. Hell yeah. Cool. So I think we can take our resolve 10 minute rest. Yes. Um, I mean, if you guys want, it is currently night. It is uh, the middle of night and there is a small building there. Like the small building that you saw is a like a, a place where you can sleep if you would like to. Oh, then let's move in, like make sure there's nothing else around and rest for the night before we advance. advance. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, let's do a little scan of the place first. Yeah, perception. I mean, with Cody's natural 20 on the initial scan, it's you guys are the only ones here and the buildings are pretty bare bones. You, Like you said, like you've got the garage and you have sort of this automated mechanic uh, preparing itself and it seems to be probably getting instructions from kaya specifically short jacket roots and bolts it, it seems to be like preparing the laser cannon that you guys uh requested and uh in the building that you go into sleep there is a small terminal so if you wish to contact someone from kaya uh you would be able to but other than that it's just a a couple rows of bunk beds there's like eight rows of bunk beds uh or sorry four rows of bunk beds so eight eight beds each um and like a small little kitchen to prepare some food yeah, I think I think Darren would start like just fishing through the pantry and see what's there to eat to maybe start getting like a maybe a dinner going. Yeah, here it's a bunch of rations. It's nothing fancy and and no real fresh produce, but a lot of like dried mm-hmm. goods, pickled goods, um, and some like uh, you know Federation uh, rations. Does the terminal connect to the internet in general? Um, give me a computer's check. That's a seven. It no, it it seems to be a one way communication terminal to Kaya. Cool. Um, I guess Cody is going to help with dinner or try to. I don't know. I mean, you had such a successful pancake experience or whatever you tried to make last time. Exactly. Uh, sure. Yeah. If you guys would like to, uh, Merrick, what are you doing for the evening before you guys turn in? I'm just going to think about the day. Uh, write notes about everyone who I've met. Like almost killing that family of Minimox shook me a little bit. So I'm just going to reflect, okay. rest and think. Cool. We should question our first instincts for a hot moment. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If you guys are good, if you don't want to do anything before you sleep, I will say I will move us to the next day. And on top of that, you are now level three. Oh, what? shit. Okay. Boo, boo, boo. Wait, wait, much wait, kinder. Wait. Could that actually give us experience for not for not uh, killing those things? It, you get experience for completing encounters, not for killing things. Oh, <laughs> cool so we'll update that real quick see you all soon love you kisses yeah this is uh great okay it is uh the next day if you guys are all set uh yeah i think so the day starts off um a little chilly a little cooler uh before the sun has completely crested over the mountains you get a fairly early start the 
the, the grass is still a little dewy, and you are awoken by the terminal by a familiar voice, and it's Short Jack saying, Uh, guys, um, are you you there? Hello? Hello, Short Jack. Hey, uh, I just want to let you know that it seems like everything has been, uh, yeah, it looks like everything's ready to go for you. Fantastic. Thank you so much for setting this up for us. Is it me, or does he sound worried about something? I thought he always sounds worried. Are you worried about something, Short Jack? I mean, you guys are going out into the fringe with just the three of you in the midst of the nobles amassing an army and building something suspicious that's going to burn down the whole forest. So, I mean, like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a bit nervous. Don't worry, you'll get a ship if we die. That's a that's a real cool way of looking at it, Cody. Thank you. <laughs> Besides, we've already made friends. Uh, wh- how, what? Bunch of mini-mocks. We're besties now. Okay, uh, just don't, uh, don't bring him back to Kaya, if you could. That'd be great. Maybe just leave him in wherever you found him. Uh, Cody, idea. like, thinks for a second, he turns to America Durham, like, do you think we could bring them with us? Definitely not. Okay. What What do you want, Cody? I think I want a, a beer. Is there beer here? And he kind of, like, wanders towards the fridge. Uh, right. Durham, what did you do to Cody? <laughs> He freed my mind. I didn't have control of my brain properly, which is pretty fucked up if you think about it. Oh, my God. I can be whoever I want, I think. Got real angry the other night and uh, decided to get a drinking buddy and it might have some side effects. Is there any alcohol, Dane? Uh, There is not, no. Uh, Cody looks sad, pulls out a cigarette, and then thinks better of it after last time, puts it back in his pocket. Uh, Short Jack is just kind of like staring with his mouth open and is like, uh, so I'm just gonna, okay, I'm gonna go now. Remember, if you need me, just, uh, just hit the button. You'll, you'll switch over to autopilot. I'll take over, but, uh, you know, don't die. Bye. See you short, Jack. Thank you for everything. We appreciate it. Um, and yes, and as you walk out the little, you know, housing building, you'll see that the barge has been moved to the center of the clearing. And it is now sitting on sort of this, uh, round metal cover. You can drive this, Cody, right? I can drive goddamn anything. Okay, are we ready to head into the unknown once again? Just the three of us against an army? Wouldn't want it any other way. So I will give you a little bit of mechanic stuff for this. Your laser gun does 3d6 versus vehicles, but only does 1d6 fire damage versus people. Oh, that's um, all right. So you that's can, you can, yeah, you can still target people. It's meant to damage vehicles more than it is personnel. Your vehicle has a minus four attached to it for its piloting checks uh, okay. because of its size. Because you it hate has, me. <laughs> it has 90 HP and a hardness of eight. Who wants to take the gun? All yours, Dern. All right. I appreciate your confidence in me as I, uh, Get in the, I guess, the gunner seat and lock yeah, and so load. Yeah, so it is, so what you're getting onto, I'll, let you, I'll describe the, yeah, yeah. it is a pretty much a completely flat barge that has these like three thrusters underneath. And Short Jack had explained it to you previously. The way it works, because there are so many like chasms out in the fringe, this thing will automatically adjust it's propulsion based on the depth of what you're going over. The downside is the high. So you could technically like also shoot this thing up really high as well if you wanted to. But the higher you go, the slower you move. So the closer to the ground you are, 
you'll move at the the proper speed, the higher you go, you start losing uh, forward momentum. So when you're crossing chasms, you will start to slow down a little bit. But for the most part, because you'll be moving at, uh, you know, the regular speed, you won't notice it unless you're going over either a really large gap or you've gone very, very high, if that makes sense. Yeah. It has like these metal railings on either side. And then there are two gates that can be dropped down, which then fold out into like ladders to get onto the barge. And uh, it is about when it's on, it'll be about 15 feet or 10 feet off the ground. Right now, it's about five feet. And there is a pilot seat, uh, or not even a pilot seat. It's almost like a a pirate ship in terms of like this big fucking steering wheel towards the back of the ship. And then there is a raised platform in which the laser cannon is mounted on the back as well. And it has a full 360. You can you can turn it in any direction. Big old swivel chairs. And you is there any point in me rolling a piloting check to like figure out info on it? Or is that pretty much? No, with with the the diagrams and stuff that you saw with Short Jack explaining it to you, this would be knowledge that you would have going into it. Cool. So what kind of resistance are we expecting out there? All I know is that the last time the three of us were on our vehicle together, it went very poorly. Some might say it went very well, because we didn't die or get arrested. <laughs> we came close. To <laughs> I think Darren would laugh at that. I think that would. <laughs> I like your positive thinking. <laughs> we have each other's backs no matter what. So let's just keep that in mind. I'm honestly not doing anything. So I will be towards the front, keeping an eye out on the world. You two do what you do best. You have that psionic spirit blade of yours. Yes. Yeah, so if something comes close enough for me to cut it, I will cut it. I've seen you pull people towards you with your, your mind. Is that right? That's something I can do, and hopefully it helps. Can but you, I believe in both of you. Can you push people as well? Uh, no. I can hold them still. Okay, because I was just thinking, it is a long drop in a lot of places, so Cody just goes like, splat. <laughs> Should we put the explosives together now or when we get there? That is already put together. It is oh, good. You, yeah, you flick a switch and it will, and like throw it, and it will uh, do an AOE electric damage. And does that like detonate on impact kind of deal? Uh, it'll it, It'll act like a grenade where it's like, Okay. You flick, when you flick the switch, you throw it, and it'll detonate if you, you know, roll well. Cool. Cool. All right, boys. Is the little repair robot around? Um, It's currently just stationary and, like, idle in the garage. Uh, I, like, wave at it. It doesn't move. All right. I guess we cool. should go then. Let's ride. Let's do it. And before you can launch the ship and, and activate its launch procedure, you do need a password. Which I wrote down. And what it's- is it? It's shortbread. Perfect. That's good. I I completely forgot it. I've been very excited. I've been looking at this page the entire time. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and you activate the uh, launch procedure. It's easy enough to figure out, especially for you, uh, Cody. And when you do the cover, that like round metal cover that's on the ground that the thing is currently sitting on, uh, splits open and you guys just begin dropping uh, and like in a free fall but you oh. can feel the thrusters also kick on. So your descent is measured. So you're almost in like an elevator right now. And you then drop down into this large shaft or, or mine shaft, essentially. And before you, it's about, uh, you know, 50 feet long. And then it is the bright sun and cracked earth of the fringe. Can you give us a, night, a good visual on it? I'm very, I want to get my head, my head cannon. 
around, sure. around it. Yeah, I'm just giving you a second to do anything before you head out. So you are currently okay. sitting in this tunnel. If there's anything you want to do to prepare on board the barge, this is the time to do it. <laughs> what can we prepare? I don't know. I don't know what you guys have or want to um, talk about, but this is your time to to discuss. America's sitting at the front of the ship, like in a meditative like posture, channeling graviton energy, just waiting. Okay. Would it be good to give the rangefinder to that, That's Merrick? exactly what I was about to do. Wow. Great minds. Merrick. And maybe walk over to him before we get heading out. Like, it was a gift from patience. I'm on the gun. Maybe it'll help you out. And I pass him the viewfinder. I'll return it when we're finished. Thank you very much. As I get back into my gun seat. And you guys are heading out. Cody's going to gun out as fast as he can, which <laughs> I'm assuming isn't much. This thing actually can fucking haul ass. It- oh, shit. Yeah, it, it can go pretty fucking fast. Well, um, it's going pretty well, fast out of this hole. It, it goes fifty miles an hour. So okay. for for something this big, it's it's pretty pretty solid. Mm-hmm. And you guys enter into the fringe, and it is this massive cracked earth plain, and there are a few mesas further uh, further in. And as you get distance from the Fatati range, you can see that the mesas get a little heavier and thicker. There are chasms that spot throughout, um, some varying in size. Some are only sort of like a foot long. Others seem to be potentially miles long. There are just like these chasms and canyons and just giant holes of the time when the living apocalypse ravaged the, the planet. There are also these giant roots that every now and then uh, crest out of one of these canyons and up and over and back into the ground. You'll also see as you cross over some of the smaller canyons that the roots almost seem like they're trying to stitch these cracks together. They are, are you know, running back and forth. Um, but there is no plant life. There's no sort of like cactus or anything. It is completely devoid of life. And uh, that is what you see. It is just this big open field of nothing and everyone give me a perception check and for you merrick i'm going to give you uh i'll let you roll twice and take the better sick uh that is going to be a 13 okay um oh please go ahead oh no mine's gonna be a 10 so coming in from the bottom here Mm -hmm. um thanks to the nice lovely bonus roll i was able to roll a 20 non-natural Perfect. Uh, The 20 is enough for you to... It's not something that you can see. It's more something that you can hear. Every time you go over one of the larger canyons, you hear crumbling earth. And then nothing. And then as you go over it again, you hear another sort of like sound of crumbling earth. It only seems to happen when you go over canyons that are sort of larger than about like, you know, 10 feet. Cool. I'm going to relay that info. I'm going to say watch behind us. That could either be a creature or enemy ships moving. Is it just the force of our like thrusters crumbling the edge of the like land? Could be. Wasn't there this underground clan we were supposed to try to meet up with? Yes, that is that is the purpose of you guys going out into the fringe is to find the Topo clan who may, if you, you know, if if you can convince them, let you use their tunnel network underground to lead you to the the noble stronghold. Where are we supposed to meet them again? We have to find a large chasm, basically, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But like, do we know it has to be a certain amount into the... Um, None of these have, none of the ones that you've passed so far, like the biggest one you've met so far has been like 10 feet and you know that's not big enough. 
Okay, okay. so there's no kind of distance we need to surpass first? It's yeah, just kind nope. of like, okay, cool. Yeah, you just need to find a, a big enough a chasm. Okay, uh, well, let's keep going. The sonic device, is it the kind of thing we need to switch on once we get there, or can we just have it going? Yes, you need to put it on the ground so that they can measure oh, so the vibrations. The cool, cool, no. cool, 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 cool. All right, let's keep going until we find a big chasm. Let's go look for it. Yeah, okay. Um, as you guys go over another like larger canyon, uh, Merrick, you hear that sound again, and this time you don't hear a second one. Be on guard. Um, I look out behind us. And as you do, you see two vehicles crest up and over the chasm, and they are these motorcycles that are flying that have this massive drill on the front of them, and there are three people on them. There's one person driving them, and then there are two sort of standing up with their hand wrapped around these leather straps and holding on to the back. And they're just kind of leaning back and letting their body weight tether them to the bike. And these two bikes crest up and over and are now in pursuit of you. Everyone roll for initiative. Oh, fuck. So six people total? God Correct. fucking damn it. Oh, damn it. I don't think I've rolled above a five for initiative this entire time. My initiative is plus six. It's so high. It's all right, buddy. I rolled a 19 for you, so my initiative all day will be 24. Yes. Okay. Uh, Durin? I rolled a 12. Good thing I had improved initiative, because that was a three on the die. And Cody, what did you get? 11. Okay. Merrick, you, uh, I guess because you were tracking these sounds, you're the first to act as these two motorcycles with these massive drills on the front of them. Uh, that are still spinning and kind of spewing dirt begin following you guys. Okay. Um, I'm going to move to the back, like towards the back of the ship or to the side, like just move down a little bit, Mm -hmm. enter graviton mode, and I'm going to wait. I'm going to prepare an action. If anyone creature tries the board or gets within 30 feet, I'll take an action. Okay, cool. It is their turn, so they're going to gun it up beside you, and as they get closer, you get a better look at them, and the two that are holding onto the bike via this, this like, you know, rope that they have tied or wrapped around their wrist are shirtless, and they're wearing these these leather pants and these spiked boots, and they have a, a black helmet with spikes up the side of them, and these black goggles, and the guy riding the bike have these metal helmets that look less for protection and more for style, I guess you could say, as they've been fashioned into these twisted, almost crowns. And uh, you can see on the shirtless guys, they also, much like the person uh, that you found messing with the water purifier, have a crown carved into their chest. And uh, you hear them just laughing as they pull up beside you. And the two that are hanging on are going to attempt to jump onto the ship. Can I take my action? Are they close enough? How close are they? They are within 30 feet, yes. Cool. Uh, I need one of them who's sort of holding on to roll a, uh, I believe, a will save. Okay. Yeah, so I will do... Fortitude uh, save, sorry. Fortitude save? Okay. Uh, That is a 19. They're fine. Damn it. Uh, Cool. So they, uh, let me just roll some acrobatics checks for them. Yep, 
they all do okay. So the four boys that are holding onto the backs of the motorcycle jump on board, two on your side, Merrick, and two on the other side that you're not watching. And there are now four of these guys on the barge. <laughs> cool. Sweet. Uh, I wanted to gravity hold one of them so bad. <laughs> um, Durin, it is your turn. Oh, uh, all right. I'm going to have faith in Merrick to take on four boys at once. <laughs> Are there any like um, offensive capabilities from this? Uh, these, the, I guess, quote unquote, transport these motorcycle things that are coming up beside us. Uh, it seems like whatever damage they would do would be with the drill at the front of it. Oh, shit. OK, yeah, yeah, fair. Uh, so I'm going to trust Merrick to handle those boys. He's a he's a clever lad as I, uh, you know, set up the uh, the gun and just like shoot right at the one nearby, the one to directly to the uh, starboard side of the ship. Sure. Uh, I guess I'm just going to add my uh, my range to it, right? Uh, base attack bonus plus your your dexterity. All right. I have an 18. That's going to do damage. Okay. Nice. So you're rolling 3d6. Oh my god, hell yeah. 18, 18, 18, let's go. Yeah, full 18. Full 18, full 18, full 18. Yeah. Pretty decent, pretty decent. Um, 13 points of damage. Mm. Okay. As it goes off, hits the motorcycle and... Is this like a Spartan laser? That's all I can imagine. Yes, it's kind of like a charged rifle from like nice. Apex or something. So there's nice. like a buildup and then a solid straight beam of like fire energy that just begins like tearing its way through the back half of this uh, motorcycle. And you see his his like back end sort of like fishtail for a bit. And but he manages to get control of it. But it is uh, it's smoking. Hell yeah. <laughs> and it is uh, Cody's turn. Uh, Cody hits the autopilot button. Uh, you press that and a little video of a uh, little rabbit icon pops up, like a little 8-bit rabbit icon. And Cute. you feel there's like a quick like jerk of the steering column. And then you feel it sort of like doing its own thing. And you are currently being autopiloted. All right. What's the where's the nearest guy to me? It would be you're kind of like dead center. And they've both there's two on the right side with Merrick, two on the left side, unbothered. I look over America, I'm like, double team or divide and conquer? Divide and conquer. I go for the unoccupied side, the nearest okay. guy to me. Perfect. I'm just going to run up and punch him in the face. Cool. Actually, you know, I'm going to run up and just solidly like hit him as hard as I can in the chest. Oh, I was really hoping i get in that 20 and punch him off the side. <laughs> um, that is an 18 to hit. Uh, that is enough to hit this man. Yes. Uh, that's going to be 10 points of damage. What are they armed with? They seem to have these, they have these metal things welded into the back of their hands and then claws coming out of them. And every now and then you see like a bolt of electricity uh, arc between them. Damn. Yeah, I guess like he just kind of runs up and like, you know, little Superman punch, like right in the chest. Hell yeah. Um, and you hear a, a real sick thud in his, in his chest as, as you land a really fucking solid blow. There's like a sonic like blast when I hit him as well. It's like mm. that would probably cave in their sternum. <laughs> <laughs> it uh very close to now Merrick's turn again. Merrick, so what's the weather like today, Dane? Sorry. <laughs> is it sunny in this wasteland? It is it is a bright sunny day. It is hot and it is clear skies. 
So, like, this is the most comfortable America's been in climate, probably, since you guys have met him. And he looks at the two pirates who've dared to board near him. And he says, you dare to fight a child Kasatha in a wasteland in the burning sun. Let your fate be sealed. Bring it on. As this graviton energy switches in the photon, and he moves to the closest and attacks with his solar weapon for a 20 non-natural to hit. Uh, yeah. That will be eight points of damage. Okay. Yeah, you send it. Where do you hit him? How do you how are you attacking him? So yeah, I I just advance him. All four arms like out. I'm trying to intimidate him, so I have like all four arms in a aggre- aggressive stance. Uh, and I get close. And I just slash up his chest, sort of trying to mimic the same place where Cody just smashed that other guy in the chest, trying to leave a mark. Uh, stare him in the eyes, and I'll pass the turn. Okay. He looks down and he says. My crown! And they're now going to move in on you. They're now flanking you. And they're going to try to wombo combo your ass. Oof. So that's a that's a 19 on the die. No, oh, that hits. <laughs> okay. The second one. Uh, this might not do it. This is a 14. 14 does do it. Okay. So these guys are both coming in. Uh, I was like, oh shit, that's a lot of damage. But that's the... That's the drill I'm looking at, not these boys. Don't. What the fuck? That's worse. Carrying a drill, says Dane. <laughs> oh, did I, I not mention? Think- yeah, these guys have drills attached to them as well. They're each oh, wielding they a drill bike. <laughs> so the first one is going to do... I'm going to scroll up so I stop looking at this fucking drill. Three points of damage. And the other one does six points of damage. Uh, as you like slash across his chest, he just goes and headbutts you as hard as he can and it clips you on sort of like where you have your, your mouthpiece and it kind of like digs into your nose. And then you feel another hit from behind you into like the back or like the small of your back and these claws dig into you and you feel like that jolt of electricity. Um, now, Cody, they're going to do the same thing to you and get in a flanking position. Um, that is a 14. Uh, EAC or KAC? KAC. Nope. Okay. Uh, and that's another 14. Oh, so thank God. They come in, and I guess you're a little more used to to dealing with boys brawling, I guess, and you manage to just successfully, you know, bob and weave and, and, and parry and, and knock some fists out of the way, but they are now on either side of you. And it is Durin's turn. Oh, did, did oh, the, sorry. Uh, I forgot. Dr- the, the drill motorcycles not go? I'll happily yes. go. No, the them, drill but... motorcycles you see uh, fall back. And they are now getting in position behind the barge. They're like side by side. And you hear them. They're also like laughing, cackling. And you hear like as they're revving their engines. Cool. This is going to hurt a lot probably, yeah? I don't know. Um, Oh, that's their turn. Oh, okay. Yes, they're just just getting into position. All right. Um, I think I'm going to just rotate the gun. And aim for the one that's already smoking and just hope to take it out. Because I'd rather... I only want to get hit by one drill today, today, not two. Okay. Oh my god! What is is? Does this gun have a crit range? Twenty. Ah, fuck. Okay. Damn it. There's a nineteen on the die. Uh, so well, I'll tell you right now. You, yeah, you do it. All right. As take aim, the one still smoking, lining up. Oh, that's really bad roll. Uh, five. No. 
Two ones and a three. No. So you try to track them as they move, but you're not expecting them to fall back and you manage to hit them in the front. And as they reverse back, your beam just kind of hits more of the dirt than the rest of the bike. If if they had pulled forward, you would have cl- like clean just bisected it, but mm-hmm. you weren't expecting them to fall back. So you, you overshoot in the wrong direction. And I'd probably shout like, get ready for impact. Uh, Cody, it is your turn. Now, Dane, do these boys have grenades? They don't have grenades, no. Okay. Uh, I'm going to five foot, so like they're on either side of me. I'm going to step five foot diagonally, so I'm beside the one I already hurt. And okay. I'm going to try to hit them again. Sure. Ooh, hell yeah. That is a 22 to hit. You do it. Oh. <sighs> Same damage, 10 damage. How do you kill this boy? Um, I guess I like punch them in the chest and while bobbing and weaving, I like step to the side and just like crack him across the like side of the jaw as I come back up and like snap his head around. Yeah. You hear just like the sheer force of that, just clipping him right on the chin. You hear it like snap that sickening snap and he hits the ground and with enough momentum that he just kind of rolls and you see him just like hit the ground and fall into one of the cracks. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I probably figured, like, with my normal punch, it would be, like, a solid knockout blow. And then there's, like, that sonic burst that just, like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, dear. (laughs) That will be your go. Um, I'm going to give Merrick and Cody uh, a perception check. Because, Duran, you're facing the wrong way. Um, That's an 11. That's a 14. So you guys, the only thing you notice is you are currently driving up towards these two mesas that form a, a very short canyon. You can see the canyon's probably only about like 100 feet long, but you are currently driving towards it. So you will be sort of like in close quarters. They'll probably be maybe like 20 or, or, or uh, 30 feet on either side of the barge as you drive through this 100 foot long canyon. Rock and roll. Okay. Oh, fuck. And it is now Merrick's turn again. All right. Keeping the photon flurry of blows going, I'll make an attack on the same one. Okay. That will be a 15. 15 is not enough. All right. Uh, Then I will pass the turn. Okay. Then it is their turn, and they're going to, once again, uh, I think, you know what? The one behind you is going to attempt to uh, grapple you. And sort of like half Nelson or full Nelson, all four arms and and restrain you. Uh, Oh, damn. Does a uh, 23. Yes. Okay. So the one behind you grabs all four of your arms and you're probably not used to this feeling as he as he just sort of like grips the back of your shoulder and you can kind of feel those blades digging into your shoulders as well as he holds you and the other one in front of you is going to try to just take a real cool sucker punch and uh doesn't do it he rolled eight no not even with the negative spin grapple so yeah you managed to how how do you uh make sure this guy doesn't get you he's coming in to hit you you're you're restrained from behind what do you do yeah, I have way more, like, with the extra arms, I have more joints and, like, like movement with my body than this guy's used to as he's trying to hold me. So I just, like, sort of shift out of the way a little bit and just make a little bit of hole, like a hole to, under one side of my body for him just to throw his fist under. 
Yeah, he almost clips his his buddy as you as you wiggle out of the way. And it is uh, the two guys who are currently, or the one guy I guess now is going to move up on you, Cody, and try to. Ooh, that is a nat twenty. Damn! How many times ooh. am I going to get crit oh, today? All right. Is that your sec- is that your second or third? This uh, is my third twenty today. It's my second crit. Mm-hmm. But he rolled a nat twenty on the the sense motive to see what you're doing. That's going to be twelve points of damage as. Damn. You kind of are taken aback by you snapping that man's neck with a punch. You kind of like watch as he's looking, as he's falling down that crevice. And this guy comes and just, you know, cold cocks you across the cheek. And you are now tussling with this boy. Um, and it is Durin's turn. Oh, no, sorry. It is the motorcycles. They no, are going to. <laughs> You're such I a tease. Forget- I keep forgetting about this. these fucking motorcycles. They're going to. <laughs> it's okay. You just take them out. We don't have to worry about them. Oh, actually. Okay. Damn. So one of them, uh, they both, you see them finish revving up and a plume of smoke comes out from their back tires as they both what? slam into the back of the barge. But only one of them manages to find purchase uh, somehow. But uh, they're going to do 5d6 points of damage to your barge. No. <laughs> Both of them? Just one. 14. Okay. Uh, damn, that's 12, 14, 16, 21 points of damage to the back of the barge as you hear the metal begin just sort of tearing and pulling and, and shards of and scrap of metal just going flying. You have to kind of cover your eyes to make sure you don't get shrapnel in there. Now we minus the hardness from that, right? You do minus the hardness. Yep. So, so that's just thirteen. Yep. Are you keeping track of damage for the barge? I'll, yeah, I'll do it. Okay, perfect. Yes. As as you now hear this drill is just fucking like, and the other one kind of overshot it and went sort of in between where the thrusters and the the hard, uh, you know, frame of it. He kind of went in between and missed it, and he's. Uh, you can tell he's going to be reversing and try again. Cody, it's your turn. This one man has just clocked you across the cheek and is, uh, keep fighting you. Oh, no, sorry, Darren, thought, it's your turn. Th- yep, yep, it's okay. <laughs> it's all no, good. Wait, it's all the good. Bikes go again. Oh, all right. So the bike that hit us, the one that kind of drilled into it, are they going to have to take a moment to get away or are they just going to keep drilling on, into us? Uh, it looks like he is quite happy where he is. Fuck. And I'm assuming that's not the one smoking, is it? Is that not the one we hit? It is with? actually. Oh fuck yeah! I'm just gonna take aim at him, hope them nice and close, line up the gun, and I'm assuming they don't really have any fear in their eyes, do they? It's just madness, right? You can't really see. These guys have the the crown helmets covering their whole head. Just take but aim he, at it, and he's I wish. Laughing. So yeah, you can judge that. Like he's he doesn't really give a shit. Yeah, I imagine he doesn't care that I'm like aiming at him. Oh, another 19 on the dice. Oh, my God. We're, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, 20, 24. Yeah, yeah, you hit him. All right. Yeah, I want to. I want this guy done. I want him out because I have a feeling. I guess I could roll an engineering, can I, to see what they're actually doing to the ship? Damage. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. 13. Yeah, that is enough as you... Okay. Just he's so close that you pretty much just have to tilt the gun down and you pull back on it and you just bisect this bike right down the middle. And with with this man on it, you just clean, just cut right through him. And he ends up like tumbling into, you know, pieces and dirt as uh, one of these ships or one of these motorcycles is now defeated. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Good job. Hell yeah. Cody, 
It is your turn. This man just clocked you across the cheek, and you are now squared up with him. I try uppercut him. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's 23. That'll do it. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to fucking, like, as he hits me, like, as I come back, just, like, duck down, lash up. Damn. Only nine damage. Okay. Yeah, you, you land a, a real square hit right under his jaw, and you hear uh, the the sound of teeth breaking as he spits out a glob of blood and, and, like, his two front teeth, and he just grins at you with that, like, hold smile. And Merrick, it is your turn. You're currently restrained. You can attempt a combat maneuver to check yourself, or you can attempt an escape artist. Or if you want to do something else, you just let me know and, and tell me what you'd like to do. I have something even better Dane, can I get two reflex saves, please? <laughs> yeah, okay. This is their best save. Uh, that is a three, though. And that's a five. So that is Ooh. the highest one they got was a nine. Damn. They both fail as 17 points of fire damage erupts from Merrick as a supernova appears around his body. So the one grappling you, you feel you're not grappled anymore as you you see the arms sort of like in your peripheral vision just turn to cinder and ash and float away into the desert breeze and the one in front of you is like so singed and and burnt that like you can almost see the bone on his cheek but he is still he is still going i stare him in the eyes after doing what i just did awaiting his next move (laughs) i pass the turn Ah, uh, cool. It is it is their turn, and he's he's gonna do his best because he knows he's not long for this world. But he's gonna try. That is a seventeen. Does it? Yep, all try. good. Uh, and that's four points of damage. Cool. And uh, Cody, your boy is still up, so he's going to take an attack on you. Uh, that is a twelve against your KAC. Nope. All right. Well then. He doesn't hit you. Uh, after <laughs> he he reels back and he takes a stagger back and he goes to sort of like grab you at the waist. He charges you and you sort of grab him by the waist and like haul him to the other side. So you're now facing opposite directions, but haven't uh, haven't managed to, to do anything. And the motorcycle that missed is going to uh, reverse. He you can hear like the the screech of the brakes as it falls back and you move forward and it's lining up another ram. Oh, fuck. Uh, Dern, it is your turn. Shit. Okay, okay. Gonna think this think this through. through uh, I'm gonna talk this out with you boys a little bit. Clearly one shot from this cannon cannot take it out, right? Unless you finally crit. Unless I crit. <laughs> unless we get like a nice, sexy crit with some like those 66s, that'd be pretty hot. Part of me wants to run up to the uh, front of the ship, just turn off the auto the autopilot and just do a Mesa maneuvers. Um, so I will say you currently almost in that canyon that I mentioned. Uh, so your evasive maneuvers would have to be like a hard 90 degree turn to drive away from the either Mesa on either side um, mm-hmm. or just keep going towards it. Okay. 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 What do you boys think? What do you boys think? You could also operative assassinate the guy on the bike personally. I could. Take the shot. Take the shot. All right. Let's take the shot. Let's just... Let's get rid of this guy. Let's do it. So you're attacking the man on the bike? Oh, I don't think 1d6 of damage would do it, to be honest, no, though. I meant with your own weapons, right? You think so? I don't know. I don't really know what damage you're doing. Damage on my weapons are 2d4. Mm, but with your operative trick shot at 1d8? 
Uh, that only is pistol, and he's probably he's definitely out of range for it. Can you move and do a trick shot, or is it a full round? Oh yeah, no, it's a full round, but I move and do it. it it's like it's part. It includes the move part mm-hmm. of it, right? So I can you know move around and do it. I trust you. Trust me? You don't don't trust me. <laughs> Durin already told you that. Don't trust him. Cody already didn't listen. Um, so we're coming up close to this mesa. Can I make an assumption that we're gonna pass through it very soon before the bike is gonna like ram us? You'll be in it next turn, and it will probably, if judging by how it acted before, will also ram you during that turn. Okay. Now we can also go up, right? Uh yeah. If you want, you will you will lose speed, mm-hmm. um, and someone will need to do that. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Here's my plan. Here's my plan. I'm going to 360 around towards the mesa that's coming up, and take a shot at the top to try to cause an avalanche that will hopefully slide underneath it, and we'll fuck up the guys behind us. Okay. That's what I'm feeling. All right. Yeah. So you're going to. Yeah. Sure. Very very cool. Give me an attack roll. <laughs> no. Oh, it's a natural one. Damn. It was so cool, though. <laughs> it was such a cool idea. R.I.P. Here's what happens. You whip the gun around, and you see, in your head, you see it so clearly. You time your shot perfectly, and as the rocks fall, you slide under it. There's no way that they will be able to get their drill ready and going up to speed for them to go through it and they will crash um, and you shoot your laser and you clear just like a whole top, just like cut a whole sort of like chunk out of the side of it. But unfortunately you're moving much slower than you thought. And these rocks (laughs) land in front of you. And if someone doesn't do something, you're going to slam into these rocks. Uh, so the the canyon passage is now currently blocked with uh, a fair amount of of rubble. <laughs> Cody, it is your turn. Um, well, I, I, we'd have to do it this round, right? Yes. All right, I'm gonna disengage with acrobatics and go try to do that. Okay. I really want to kill this fucker. Uh, let's say 15. That is not enough. All right, I will take a schmack. Yep. Um, and this is going to be a 15. KAC, yeah. Yep, okay. That is, god damn, uh, three points of damage. Okay. I look at my wound and I look at Darren and I say, this was you. <laughs> <laughs> um, do I make it to the thing with 20 feet of movement? Yes, and I will give you, as a swift action, I will let you resume control. You will need to make a... What's your piling check? I want to make sure this isn't impossible. Nine. But I have a minus four, right? Yes. So it's going to be a DC 20 piloting check to get you what? up and over these rocks. Okay, well, we're fucked. <laughs> so hypothetically, what happens if we just crash into the... Do we just write up some new die, characters? Darren. We all die. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, I rolled a seven. Okay. Oh, you it was such a cool idea, guys. Managed to switch the, the autopilot over... And you pull back on the thruster and the back half begins to lift, but the front half hits it and the barge flips and everyone's going to have to give me reflex saves. (laughs) Could have waited until I entered my graviton mode, guys. 
Natural 20! Oh, hell boom, yeah! Boom, 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 well, boom. I guess when I die in a second, you can keep fighting. I got an 11. Okay, Durham, what'd you get? Uh, 25, so I guess Merrick and I are doing superhero landings. Okay, and, well... <laughs> Sorry, I got a, the, uh, the other guy on board also got an 8, so... <laughs> Um, you hit the front and this barge sort of like the front half crumples and the back half flips over and the th- all four of you get launched. You also hear a- an explosion and a crash behind you as the motorcycle, uh, you know, Dern, you did what you wanted to do. That motorcycle's fucked. Um, <laughs> and you and Merrick, uh, Dern, how do you guys land as this, as the barge sails over you? Cool. Uh, so in the in this moment where America had no idea what was going on, as he's midair, he stares at the sun, the wasteland beyond him. He thinks back to his mother, wondering how she's doing. Almost gives up for a second, but realizes he has so much more to do. His reflexes kick in. He sort of like for a second bounces off the wall and lands all six limbs on the ground. Okay, Durham, what do you, what does your landing look like? <sighs> I'm imagining kind of like maybe the start of a superhero landing, but definitely a little bit more speed than he was expecting as he just does a quick, a few tumbles and eventually just ends up like on the ground and seeing the, the, what's left of our barge behind us. Uh, Well, the barge is actually going to be in front of you. It rolls, it it gets launched pretty, pretty far. And it just sort of like hits the side of the canyon and rolls. Uh, As Cody sees this all happen, he looks up, he sees the thing. He's ready to make the perfect landing. And then as he's launched, his foot clips the steering wheel. (laughs) And he's Um, sent tumbling. Thankfully, you're only taking six points of damage. That's great. I roll very low. As you uh, hit the ground hard, I guess I should roll how much damage this guy takes. Uh, He takes five points of damage. And you guys are now in this canyon with rubble on one side, your destroyed uh, barge on the other, and this one solo noble who gets himself up to his feet and now is facing the three of you guys. Uh, Merrick, it is your turn. I enter Graviton mode, and I need a uh, Fortitude save. Okay. Uh, that is an 18 on the die. Yeah, he's fine. I move up close, like, not too close, but a little bit closer, and I pass the turn. Okay. It is his turn, and he's going to charge you, Merrick. Well, not fine. not mechanically charge, because that's pointless, but he's, <laughs> he's going to run at you. Uh, he's got, like, you can see one of his, like, you know, one of his arm bones are currently sticking out of his arm. And he rolls an 18 on the die. So a 22. That hits. Okay. Uh, and he hits you for five points of damage with these claws as he just scrapes across your chest. And uh, he's the only one left. Durin, it is your turn. Okay. I realized that the motorcycles would have done significantly less damage than what I just did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Especially to Cody. Very sorry, Cody. Hopefully, I'm not prone from the the tumble. As I rush over, trying to do a trick attack on the one guy left, stealthing to the right, 31. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, you managed to scamper behind some of the destroyed parts of the barge and hiding in the smoke. (laughs) Is is it really that bad? Oh, it's fucked, yeah. (laughs) 
uh, really didn't last long. (laughs) 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 Never thought we'd be on that for a few episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, baby. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) I was really expecting... Yeah, I was expecting to go for a while. I... Oh, not like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway through an episode, we just fucking oh. wrecked it. Oh, man. Maybe they I shouldn't weird. give you the Maverick back. <laughs> hey, last. if you remember, I, I also destroyed that one. None of our vehicles lasted any amount of time. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're mostly my fault. Oh. Yeah, yes, yes, they are. <laughs> Both, both, both the Maverick, um, that one ship that during the chase, and now our barge. So, damn! Oh yeah. my god, you weren't even driving this one. <laughs> uh, five points of damage. Yeah, that is. You beat his. He had uh, four HP left. So, how do you kill this boy? Oh, I don't. <laughs> just uh, he t- takes a takes a bit out of Merrick as I just like swoop over. And just, yeah, the smoke from the debris you're hiding behind sort of parts for a brief second, almost making like a perfect window to see this guy. And yeah, you just shoot him. And Merrick, in front of you, you see uh, just that final blow as he collapses to the ground in front of you. And you guys are now currently in this canyon flanked on either side by a a rubble cave-in on one side and a... uh, destroyed barge on the other. I thought we were doing quite well in that fight for a minute. Yeah, we don't seem to have luck when it comes to vehicles. I get yeah, a quick look at Durin. It's really unfortunate. I don't know what happened. Cody's already at half health. <laughs> um, well, think, like, if you include stamina as health. I went through an engineering check to see if, like, is there any way we could repair this? Um, I rolled a 29 my engineering to see if i can fix this uh with enough time yeah you probably could um but like you wouldn't be able to flip it over you would actually need some sort of like towing mechanic or some sort of hydraulic lift to to get it upright as well and and a a ton of time and material and and work to get it going as well so like in your current situation no this thing has been destroyed damn Um, (laughs) i really thought (laughs) You spent so much time hyping up this fucking barge, too. Yeah, damn. This we we spent so much time trying to figure out laser cannon or the other thing. <laughs> Didn't matter, did it? Because <laughs> I mean, you went through a whole thing of explaining the mechanics of the barge, and like, oh, all this, all this shit that it can do. I'm careful of the altitude because it'll slow mm-hmm. your speed down. And uh, little did we know, rock. yeah, never had to use that. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> you get a minus four to pilot checks. Good thing you only get to do it once. <laughs> uh, so uh Merrick's gonna take a moment and just take it all that happened. And I would like to take ten minutes to use a resolve point to yeah, me re- too. reboot my stamina. Uh sure, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll let you let you do that. Can I go and search the body of the guy we have here and also the wreckage of the bike? Um sure. I'll let Is... you do the, the body here oh. first. Sure. What we got. There's there's really like he's barely wearing clothes like he's wearing leather pants and like that's it mm-hmm. um, and he has a list and you can't really tell what it used to say but it seems like it was 
names of, of various fringe tribes or clans that have been scratched off. Creepy. Ooh, ooh, hold on. I want to take a look at the bike. Yeah, we can't, the barge is massive, right? It's, it's huge. We, we can't flip that over, but maybe the bike's repairable and we can mm-hmm. just three seat it. Mm-hmm. That's why I was considering the bike as well. Sure. Yeah. You'll have to give me uh, athletics checks to get over the rubble because sure. it is, it is fairly high. Oh, that's a 10. <laughs> that's enough. It's, it's not difficult, but I rolled a three. Okay. Dern, you going over as well? Yeah, I rolled a five. Uh, <laughs> you uh, you try to get over there, but it's like it's a little hard to, to scamper up. Um, Can I reach a hand down? Absolutely. Yeah. Pull him up. Yeah. Th- th- thank you. Perfect. Merrick, are you going with him or are you? Yeah, I guess so. Um, <laughs> so Merrick just follows behind. So Merrick has desert stride. So in like mountainous desert wasteland, I'm not like I don't take any movement like any issues with losing movement. So I'm just yeah. going to try to head up with them. I will say with the two of them up there and, and that ability, I will say that they, they're able to pull you up and, and whatever they can't help you with, you have a natural uh, proclivity to, to deal with. And yeah, you, you see like the, <laughs> the noble is just like splattered against the rocks. And uh, the bike is, is also in very, very bad shape. Uh, but if you give me an engineering check, I'll let you know. Okay. Um, engineering, I have a 22. So you can look at it and you can guess that you might be able to salvage some parts from the barge to get this in working order, but it will be like patchwork at best, meaning any sort of additional damage would be very, very dangerous. Okay. I, I, I look at it and I don't tell him that part. I'm like, I could probably fix this up and we can get out of here. That sounds great. Fine. Uh, we have no better option. Take your time. Yeah. Let me go to work and uh, he'll start putting it together. Giving us a, giving us a ride. You said it's kind of like a valley, right? So this is, there's two mesas on either side. Mm-hmm. So there is, there is high ground above you, but they are just kind of like the, those like standalone rock outcroppings. So the, the mesas go to the left and the right further. Uh, what are you looking for? Uh, I just want to get up high and like try to get an idea of what's around us because, you know, if we can walk to a giant chasm, maybe we don't have to do the bike, but more so if like the explosion is drawing more people, I'd also like to. Um, so the, the, the mesas tend to be fairly sheer, like straight up. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to, I will let you attempt to uh, climb up there while Dern is working on the, the bike, mm-hmm. um, but it will be a, a fairly difficult athletics check. Sure. <laughs> that one yeah you begin getting your footing and the second you step up on like the one thing you can get your foot on it like crumbles and you realize that it's it's probably not going to be able to it's it's way too high and way too sheer to be able to climb without any sort of like specific gear um merrick wants to try to make the same check sure that would be a 27 yeah or uh, Cody, as you're <laughs> still trying to figure out like where to start, you happen to look up and Duran's already, or sorry, Merrick's already halfway up and he's, you know, four arms and the extra, the extra usage of those arms is just kind of powering up. And yeah, you, you are able to, to make it to the top of the, the Mesa.
Hello friends, Space GM Dane here to do the things. Uh, this will be a quick one, we don't have a whole lot to talk about this time, but I just wanted to do a little friendly reminder of some of the stuff that we're doing outside of the, the podcast. Uh, first and foremost, uh, we had a, a great little chat on Twitter the other day about what our karaoke songs were, and uh, we encourage other people to let us know what their karaoke songs were. Um, if you want to engage with us outside of the show, uh, please consider following us on Twitter or Instagram. That's at NoQuestCast for both platforms. On Twitter, we have a great time. We chat. We we hang out with people and do a lot of, a lot of fun things. On Instagram, we've been posting uh, more lore posts, which is uh, things that we flesh out the world, things that uh, aren't necessarily narrative specific, but uh, if you want a little bit more juice to the homebrew setting, um, that's a great place to go. We just did a post on the Valai, which are the aliens, the, the mysterious aliens that saved humanity. And this week, we're going to be doing a post on sort of like the timeline of the descent and humanity's uh, introduction to the Casimal system. So if that's something that interests you, uh, please feel free to pop on over to our Instagram and check those out. On top of that, we do want to once again let you know that we have a Discord server. You can find that over at noquestcast.com. There's a little link there that you can click and get invited to um, and join us and and hang out with our really cool community. It's growing uh, every day, every week, um, and the people that we've got are really, really cool. We've had uh, some really great discussions. We've had some really cool uh, fan theories, um, some pretty wild fan theories, if I'm being honest. A lot of it has to do with uh, Cody's origins and a lot to do with Azen's origins. Um, so if that's kind of the stuff that you're into, please feel free to swing on by the Discord and uh, blow my mind with what you think is happening. Other than that, if you're enjoying the show, please consider uh, rating us and reviewing us on whatever podcast app you listen to us on and consider telling a friend if you think that they might enjoy us. And I think that's going to do us for this week. Um, friends, I hope you enjoy the episode and we will see you in two weeks time. Um, what would you like to do up there? I'm looking once again for. I want to roll a perception. Um, yeah. So there'll be a 16. Trying to figure out if anyone sees us, if I can find a giant. You know, so, trying to get a point of reference where we are, if there's any danger coming. So you look out, and thankfully, with the way that the the fringe is laid out um, and the landscape here, it doesn't seem like anyone is on the way. You would you would see people coming, especially with the, how much dirt you saw kicked up from both your vehicle and theirs. Uh, it, it's so easy to see people coming, which is why you've been instructed to to go underground. But what you do see is, you know, it would be almost like a day's walk, but probably like another maybe three or four hours on the motorcycle is a chasm larvage enough that you think that like would be suitable for the topo. All right. So then I'll try to climb back down with that information. Um, I will say with, with your previous one, I will let you carefully climb down as Durin uh, fixes the, the old bike. By the time you reach down, you hear the, that like, <laughs> as uh, Durin, you have gotten the, the, the bike working good as new make a deception check <laughs> no no I, I i choose not to i purposely fail <laughs> um, uh, then you guys both know this is not good as new so uh, i'm gonna do a pilot check for 21 can i ride this thing actually sorry for 26 what do you mean i just want to like i get to like pilot checks also include like information about vehicles and shit 
yeah, so this thing is almost the opposite of the uh, the bars. You get a plus three for piloting this bad boy because it is so uh, nimble and maneuverable. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put that down to a plus two because of the sure. current state of it. But I will say that it uh, it loses its hardness again because it's so cobbled together at this point. And yeah. any any damage you take will render it useless. Okay. Uh, what's what's its laser cannon looking like? Same thing as ours? Uh, it does not have a laser cannon. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it has a laser cannon. <laughs> nice pitch. Yeah, I really, I really tried, boys. I'm sorry. So plus two, no hardness. Uh, what's its HP and whatnot? Like one. <laughs> oh, God. <Dang>. Here. Go. <laughs> so Merrick tells everybody that it's going to be a three-hour drive on this thing. So if any sign of danger, we bail this this vehicle it's very possible we're going to die from this alone this is a piece of shit yes but we'll take the risk for now uh you, you know we can't uh, beggars can't be choosers we we didn't choose this lot and so we have to work with mm. <laughs> uh yeah so you the the straps that they were using to tether themselves to the bike are still on there so if you guys want to ride it in the same way it seems like that's kind of the way that like there are there are foot pedals sort of on the back that you can brace yourselves on. Um, okay. Duran, you might be able to like just sit on there, but Merrick, there's definitely not a room for like three people to be sitting on it. Yeah. Uh, so Merrick, you'll probably have to to wrap that strap around and and brace yourself the way that you saw them doing. We'll do. We'll do it with two arms. Perfect. I, I can just feel Mer- how angry Merrick is. <laughs> I can just like <laughs> Terry can just kind of sense it. Cody like gets up and sits on the bike and sighs and he looks at uh, he looks at Merrick and says, I'm sorry, but I think your contractor is doing a lousy job. And he beams. <laughs> was that a, a joke? It's a quote. Okay. <laughs> yes, my contractor is doing a lousy job. And he's like just like waiting for a smile. Uh, Merrick, sm- uh, you can't see me smile. I'm wearing something covering my mouth. Yeah, but you can see it in the eyes. You know, we've all been I wearing masks for eye. two years. <laughs> I smile. I smile in my eyes. Uh, <laughs> hop on. After you, Darren. No worries. As I just get sat on, maybe like grab one of the straps as like a safety precaution, though I don't really need it. I was like, Sorry, before we go, we have the bomb. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I will say those were on your your person. Like they're okay, they're not no, huge. No. So I will say that yes, you. You had those on you. I was going to say, I still have the vial in my pocket, right? I feel like I still have to ask now after the first time. Oh, no. Patience still has that. Oh, Patience kept it too early. Then. You're yes, correct. yes. Yeah. But like the sonic device, basically we have everything that we can get off the barge, right? Yes. Everything that you need is is still on your person. Okay. So we do have the laser gun. <laughs> <laughs> you guys set out and you kind of have to go along or like around the mesa because the the debris and everything, so you can't go through the canyon. So it takes a little longer, but you eventually get to the canyon that Merrick spotted, and it is it is a, a wide, probably like maybe a, maybe like a mile long of this massive uh, chasm. And this is the first time you've been able to see it, but way, 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 way down, you see small glowing somethings of green, just faintly glowing down in the in the darkness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to activate this this thumper machine that we have, do we have to like climb down into this into this gorge a little bit? Nope, nope. You just, just put it on the, edge, the right? yeah. As long as it's on the the surface of the ground, it will start sort of like rhythmically, just sort of like sonic pulsing out so much so that it's like it would be obvious that 
it's not a like it is something that's doing it intentionally. Yeah. Here looks as good a place as any. Let's set it up. Okay. Do we know anything about them? The Topa? Yeah. Topo? Topa? Topo. T-O-P-P-O. Topo. Ooh, two Ps. Any, uh, I guess, I'm trying to think of the term. It's a culture check if you would like to roll it. Um, I don't know. I'll roll a culture check. I'll roll a culture check. Ooh. That's a 15. 24 from old Merrick. Okay, so um, with Cody, with yours, you know what Cyrus was telling you. They are a reclusive, uh, completely nomadic group of people. They never left. They When the apocalypse was happening, or the living apocalypse was ravaging the world, they were guided underground, and they never left. They cool. stayed there. Merrick, with yours, you know a little bit more about them. They use this complex network of tunnels, the way that... Cyrus has mentioned, and they can pretty much go anywhere within the fringe underground, and they use these larger chasms as a means to uh, trade and come out and salvage or scavenge. If they hear like a battle happen, they wait until the sound is over and then come out and sort of like, you can probably guess that they've probably already gone over to the barge. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and taken what they needed from that. And that's kind of how they survive. They will, they can be contacted again, as you know, with like these, these rhythmic uh, pulses. And uh, that is how they trade. But they they're they're a cautious group of people, specifically because they don't want to deal with the nobles. So they have mad early Kasatha vibes, is what you're telling me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they live in sort of like this giant underground bunker, like mobile bunker that slowly travels through their tunnels and and there's like uh you know a designation of groups of people there are people who go out to scout there are people who go out to trade and there are people who who mine out new tunnels and that is kind of what they do and they have sensors all over the fringe to monitor if they think that someone is coming they literally just pack up and move and by the time people get down there uh they're gone and that is how they stay so elusive cool so i guess we just wait for the thump 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 Set yeah, up. it takes about an hour of you guys waiting, and uh, everyone give me a perception check. Oh, no! Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's a 22. <gasps> oh, I rolled natural eight. 20. Yes. Cool, baby. 27. I an 18, so we're all doing well. Oh, boys. Hell yeah. Um, so, Cody and Duran, you both notice a soft sort of, like, click behind you, and you look, and one of the... Uh, I guess like tiles of the cracked earth lift up and is actually a like vaulted hatch. Oh, cool. And you see this uh, person come out and they were trying to be very stealthy and you catch some kind of like mid emergence and they're wearing this. They're like this stout uh, about four, four foot six person wearing this dark brown sort of like trench coat almost with a hood. And they have this large gas mask that has three separate black lenses on it and a, a a rebreather apparatus. Um, They have these tubes that are going into a a tank on their back from the, the rebreather. And they have an orange stripe down the side of their, their coat and on their shoulder is uh emblazoned a t and a 22 hi um what what are you guys doing i suppose waiting for you how 
you're outsiders. Where did you come from? How did you know to contact us? Uh, and you see now that he's carrying this long pipe with a what looks like a scrap metal bayonet, but you notice that is it does have a trigger as well. But it literally just looks like a long black metal pipe. We were sent here by from home. the nearby by patience by short jack. Outsiders all. Why here? Why us? What do you want? We're looking to deal a blow to our mutual enemy. The only enemy that we have is everyone. And and he begins uh, start like going underground again. The nobles, we know they're building something. We know they're going to attack Kaya. We were sent here to stop it, to deal a blow, to see what they're building. This has nothing to do with Topo. If this whole planet becomes under ruination, it will become an issue with Topo. <laughs> well, I don't know if you notice this. Look friend. at me, friend. I have four arms. I come from a dying star. I know what it's like to stay in the desert, to think you're safe, to think that no one's ever going to bother you or your people, to be nomadic. Don't be naive. All things come to an end. The fastest way to an end is getting involved in this. We'll stay out of it. As long as we play by the nobles' rule, we stay safe. Do you not know what happened to my people? Frankly, I don't care. Then you're just looking. It's all folly, friend. It's all folly. The other clans, do you not care for them? One of one of their people, Cyrus, he was taken. He was forced to carry worms in his flesh. His his husband was taken, his kid was taken to these labor camps. Do you do you not care about them? He said you'd help. I care about making sure that my people don't end up like that. And the best way to do that is to help us. In a way, someone told me, you're all connected. Whatever happens to the Kaya will eventually happen to you. Um, all three of you roll me diplomacy checks. Um, I rolled a uh, nine. Low roll for rolled. Well, can you add your 1d6 to it? Oh, I can add my 1d6 to it. I got an 11. That's going to be a 15. Thanks, Niall. Hell yeah. I got a 12. They stand there for a second and they don't seem particularly moved or swayed by what you have said but then they they look at you and say you used a beacon as a means to trade with the topo then let's trade we have a problem if you help us with it we might be able to help you we're from a tavern that seems to be our economy so yeah we'll be more than happy to help what kind of problem well i don't know how much you know of what happens in the fringe but every now and then the nobles will infiltrate the clans we think that they have somehow found us and implanted a watcher in the topo. If you can help us determine who the infiltrator is and remove them, you will ensure that the topo remains safe, and we will give you passage among our tunnels to do whatever the hell it is you're trying to do. That sounds like a plan. The crew of the Maverick love to find a snitch. Let's do it. I'm assuming you're a close-knit community. How can we know more than you? Surely there must be someone among you that you clearly doesn't belong, yes? I've got an idea. I'm listening. We were told that people who, who dissent, people who, who come up with plans and deviate from, from the nobles' rule, uh, they, you know, they're found with their throats slit in the night. I go as bait, as, you know, a, a outreach from, from outside, from the gift. And you two hide and protect me at night. And when the Watcher comes to find me, hopefully he won't kill me. 
Well, as a watcher, I don't know if he would need to take any action. I don't know if he'll be provoked enough from you being here to blow his cover. I think you've misunderstood the issue here. It's not, they don't give a shit about you. They want us. So the longer the Watcher stays among the Topo, the more likely they are going to find us. We can stay ahead of them because of our, you know, our sonic readings, but eventually they'll corner us. Well, we have to think. So I'm assuming it's not a new person added to your to your group, to your tribe, but someone who may have been tempted for whatever reason. I don't know if you've noticed this, but the Topo have a very distinct look. And in fact, we all look like this. And they stand out and, like, hold their arms out. We are, we don't have names. We have jobs and we have duties. I am T-22. So anyone would be able to assume any, you know, it's too dangerous to talk here. Come on. Let's go down into the tunnels. They usher you down into this sort of, like, uh, metal makeshift shaft and ladder that descends down into the, the ground. Do you guys go? Oh, yes. Oh, I, yeah, I, of course. I, I thought it was assumed. Okay, cool. I'm just double checking. And they sort of walk you towards this other small vaulted hatch and they, they turn it open and, and pull it open and you guys enter into a larger tunnel. And it is about, it's wide enough for a like three or tall enough for like a three-story building. And in it, you see this large rectangular vehicle on these treads and there's like a walkway from where you guys are a couple feet underground into uh, this vehicle. And T-22 leads you across it and once again opens another twisty handle vault door, opens it up, and you guys enter inside. Um, Duran, you fit quite well in here, but uh, Merrick and Cody, you guys are kind of like hunched over because it's not quite built big enough for you. And uh, T-22 closes behind you. Now that we're a little safer, let me explain the situation. We have reason to believe that we've been infiltrated. It's difficult to determine who because, really, we all look the same. Because of the garb and our protection, you know, one person to the next. So, and we're not exactly the the social type. We we do our jobs, we go to bed, we eat, and we repeat. So, it's, it's difficult to figure this out. Now, I will give you a few things that we can help, and we can work together, and maybe figure this out. So, number one, all Topo are left-handed. This is uh, a thing that we are trained from birth. We are left-handed. So if you see someone not using their left hand as their dominant hand, that should be a dead giveaway. On top of that, all of Topo from birth are assigned a letter designation and a number designation. And they point to their shoulder. I am T-22, which stands for the 22nd Traitor. There are scouts and there are miners. So T-S-M. Those are the letters of our clan. On top of that, we don't really care about gender pronouns. We are they. We are Topo. Topo is Topo. And calling someone a she or a he isn't something that we do. And finally, the Topo are not fighters. Otherwise, we could have figured this out on our own. But we are not a strong group from the time we've spent underground and the lack of uh, you know, nutritious meals that we get to eat. We can't handle ourselves in a fight. So with all this information, do you, you got all that down? Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. They look at Merrick, who I assume is jotting this all down. Oh, he's jotting it all down. It's crazy that as a player, I forget everything. But as Merrick, Merrick doesn't forget a single thing. And T22 looks at you guys and they say, Are you ready to be the detectives that save the Topo clan? 
<laughs> never been more ready to bring salvation to your people. And uh, they begin leading you through these sort of cramped hallways. And every you know, couple feet, there's an alcove with a bin filled with just crap, just like, you know, rocks or scrap metal or parts or electronic chips. They just like, it all seems to be stored relatively with like, they're all like the same type of thing, but haphazardly throughout the entire ship or, or vehicle. And they eventually lead you to this large door and they press it. And this is the only one that's not vaulted. It, it sort of like slides open on either hat on either side. And it opens up into this massive living quarters. And it looks like pretty much any prison that you've ever seen in like a movie or a sci-fi movie. So there are these small cells all over the side. And it goes up three stories with these metal uh, stairs and walkways bridging the gaps between them. Either tarps or cloth are used as like a covering for these cells, which uh, some of them are open. You can see inside. Are, it seems to be like their bedrooms. And from the ceiling, there are these uh, like thick cables or cords or ropes all holding these mesh sacks filled with more salvage materials. And T22 looks at you and says, Now, I don't know how successful. I have my suspicions. When you're ready to discuss, uh, you just let me know. And as you walk in, um, there's tons of Topo all sort of like turn to look at you. And amongst the crowd of the Topo, there is one person who stands about six feet tall. <laughs> and they slowly look at you. And you guys look at him. And then they fucking run. <laughs> 